Mr. Lyndon Burton, joined by our other host, Mr. Peter McGinn. Pete, how you doing? This is to, now when we do this, I, I legitimately love our news episodes, but I look forward to I think we've created like with this show a segment that people look forward to because I look forward to it. The the uh, predictions episodes in the review where we get Pete's grades. I look forward to that every single time. I mean, I would like it a little bit more if my predictions were better, but um, <laughs> it, it is, I love like just seeing like the results of like what I was thinking and being like, wow, I was really dumb to, to think that. Like, of course that didn't happen. Like me picking Sami Zayn over Roman Reigns. <laughs> but I get where you were coming from. And then I'm gonna let people know this will mostly like the last one, the uh, the episode before the revolution uh, predictions episode was mainly a WWE episode. This will majority be, an AEW episode. There's not really much from the E to talk about, unless you want to talk about Vince McMahon and Gorilla at Raw with uh, like John Cena. People are saying it's just because of Cena. Is Vince back in control? God, I hope not. I I really hope not too. From yeah. what I saw, he was just there because Cena was because there. Cena, but like, yeah. I mean, I, I I'm under the uh, the illusion that you know, people still say Triple H is in control, and I'm like, I don't think he is. <laughs> I'm, this- I'm, I'm forcing myself to believe he is because they're still booking decisions that show it, but they are little Vince McMahonisms that get through every time. Yep. Omos, uh, making fun of Chad Gable, making fun of Gargano. Like there are certain Vinceisms that come through. But I will say on the past Raw, final thing in uh, that I have at least on WWE, unless you got something. John Cena put Austin Theory in the dirt. Said, "Boy, you got they they piping crowd noise for you." I was like, "Whoa, John! Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, Austin definitely needs to win at WrestleMania, or that boy is buried. John told him he was like, "This is the worst decision you could have ever made," and he might be right because, like, Austin Theory, I don't even see as like a. From you know how you feel about Dom, that's kind of how I feel about him. Like he's just annoying. Like I don't, I don't. He hasn't shown me anything as a heel other than annoying Brett. The the at least Austin Theory is like a somewhat decent wrestler. True. We're like I don't like Dom's in ring work, (laughs) and I don't like his outside work. See, my thing with Dom is his in ring work. I'm with you. But I, I can get along with the with the jail. Like the jail shit is funny to me. Like, <laughs> like I know at least I know he doesn't like in his heart of hearts. He does not believe that shit. He's just put, putting on an act. Austin Theory in his heart of hearts believes everything he is saying. Like I don't believe he's like MJF who hates himself. He hasn't shown me that type of depth yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but 
Yeah, it, Austin has to win, or like you said, he is buried. <laughs> buried. <laughs> I'm gonna make that a sound effect for whenever we talk about people buried. I'm just gonna put that in as the background. I love that. That's because we might be talking about somebody on this card who might be a little bit buried. Yeah, real shit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, oh. And with that, Pete, take it away, and let's get into the AEW uh, Revolution review. Yeah, let's do it. So we had eight matches that we predicted. There was a ninth uh, pre-show match, which was actually pretty good. It was. was. We didn't predict it, though, but it was no, good. But, like, uh, I mean, the Lucha Brothers are just, like, insane. And I like, I really like the team with them. The and Briscoe, Mark yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, were... I, I feel bad for Pop because I think this might be better than Death Triangle. Like, I think they fit each other a little bit better. I, I do, too. It's just it's a it was a really fun dynamic. And if they want to make this a thing going forward where they want to compete with like House of Black, I'm, I'm all with for it. it. Yeah. yeah, I'm for it. So, so shout out to that, like random pre-show match. That was like, no, nah, all good. Yeah, this is a really good. Usually the pre-show matches are like, so, you know, like yeah, eight, eight minute stinkers or like unless it's Eddie Kingston. <laughs> which yeah. it has and been th- for a this was like a 13 minute like really banger match. Yeah. So shout out to that. But let's get started. Tony with- Khan said from pre-show to, f- to finale, I'm giving y'all bangers, which real quick, I think he needed to do that because of how bad the stories were leading up to this. A like, little bit. <laughs> like a little the bit. show, <laughs> if you look at the ratings. If you look at like everything leading up, it everything was down, and this upcoming dynamite. See, I'm gonna ask you. I don't know if this upcoming dynamite was a banger, but I can say they laid groundwork to story. And if that's the case, I'll deal with that more so than getting banger matches. Like at least give me story, which they weren't giving in the dynamites uh, leading up to this. So, but yeah, my bad. I just wanted to get that out the way. Yeah, for sure. So we're gonna go in the order in which we predicted, and not the actual match order. Okay, cool. So the first match that we had, uh, which was, I think, also the first match of the pay-per-view was Christian versus Jungle Boy. Oh, no, that was second. That was, that was match second. Two. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ricky Starks and Jericho was first. So, yes, sir. Um, Christian versus Jungle Boy. I predicted Christian would win. Lynn predicted Jungle Boy would win. So uh, Lynn obviously got the W there. Uh, this was a pretty solid match. for. This something was a that- great match, man. Yeah. Like, I was shocked. And I think it was the little things, not to cut you off. I think it was the little things like Jack Perry kissing Christian before he slams the thing, the concerto. Yeah. Like, I think Christian as a heel was just perfect. Like, slamming him on the pyro thing. Oh, oh. Like, and then the turtleneck, just the way yes. he looks, he carries himself. Christian is a great heel, man. He, he is a good heel. Uh, Yeah, like low-key, the favorite part of my Christian heel part of the whole match was his turtleneck i was like <laughs> yes this dude is such a douche like yeah I love big it. time the only problem is it's just like i i didn't care about this match going into it fair i, I don't really care about it afterwards this but... feud was supposed to end at full gear it just yeah. so happened that christian was injured you know this yeah. has been supposed to be over but the in-ring work was good like it was mm-hmm. a very enjoyable match there was a couple good spots like on the ring apron or on like the the ramp and stuff like that that they looked a little brutal um i'm a, i don't know how i feel about jeans luke perry jungle boy but <laughs> I, I know he's like trying to reinvent himself a little on bit on his stone cold steve austin boy. swag yeah yeah it's just like the boots and the jeans with no shirt on I'm like like i get we, we already have we something. already have hangman bro like what are you doing <laughs> yeah 
Um, but I would say overall, just like a very solid match. I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it for a match that I didn't care about. So I gotta give props for props is due. And yeah, uh, yeah, just good. How about you? Do you have any thoughts on it? No, look, I'm I'm with you. Like I thought this was a good match. I you're absolutely right. I didn't really care about the story. I might be a little higher on the match than you because I I do think they impressed me with everything they did. Saying because you got to think going second after Ricky Starks and Jericho put on a damn a damn good match, and then you have Kenny Omega in House of Black after you, you're in a bad position as Jungle Boy and Christian. And to make it to where you're not the worst match or even the second to worst match on this card says a lot for, like, how well you did. Like, when you think of the stinker of this match, it goes to Wardlow and Samoa Joe, even though that wasn't a bad <laughs> match either. No, it's just, is fine, yeah. It's just... This match had you captivated for the amount of time that they had, and it makes me excited for what not only Jungle Boy does next, but Christian as well. I think Christian can get into a program with someone and and, and really put someone over. Yeah, I just really hope it's not Jungle Hook versus Luchasaurus Lucha Lucha yeah, and Christian. Like, Let this shit be dead. I'm it, with it, needs to, it needs to be done. They need to try something new. I, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this match though. I'm giving it three. Please let this be the last matches. <laughs> See, I said I knew it. I'm. I, I like I said I agree with you, but I'm a little bit. Uh, I rank it a little bit higher than you. I'm going three point three. Jungle Boy jeans. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Okay. Then let's switch over to. Maybe we'll go and match her now. I think it'll be a little easier. Ricky Starks versus Chris Jericho. Uh, I had Jericho. You had Ricky Starks. So you got the dub on this one. This one, I, when you picked Jericho, I didn't want to say anything, but I was like, I knew that Ricky Starks, like they are pushing him. And then when you watch the, because uh, I watched some of his interviews. And then when you watch the presser after, he's like a guy that they're pushing the, like, I think Tony Khan is worried that he goes to WWE with Cody. Like, they had reports that, like, Cody couldn't, like, talk to him anymore after it got leaked that he was at WWE for Royal Rumble. So, like, Tony Khan knows what he had. He started his press conference, like, what do you want to talk about? Like, like he he knows that he's over, and Tony Khan, I think, doesn't want to lose him. So, like, the push for Ricky is here. The thing is, you just can't give him to MJF yet. Like, you can't, like, you Ricky can't win until the end of next year. And I have a theory on, I think, why the TNT Championship did what it did okay. so Ricky can get it. That's what I think the move is. Oh, okay. I, I do I do like that. Um, For the match itself, I thought this was just like a very solid match. Solid opener, for sure. Yep. Um, I don't know if there was anything that like blew me away by it. I didn't think that they set it up for it to... Blow you away, no. Like, I yeah. think the best thing was Ricky showing that he's a better wrestler and he's smart in that he learned from his mistakes when Jericho went to do the Judas effect and he blocked because yep. that's how he lost. I thought that was the best part of the match was like, okay, R Ricky's ready for the next level. He's officially over the Jericho time. He's a main eventer. This is dope. But like you said, I think this was average. You know, I yeah. like, like I liked it more than the jungle boy, Jack Perry. Uh, well, about maybe the same, actually. Like, I can't say it's bad, uh, but I can't say it's like a banger of a match. I've seen Ricky in, Jericho both do better matches mm -hmm. outside of this. Yeah, agreed. And I also like how I called there was just like every time I pick Jericho, or every time I don't pick Jericho, Jericho wins. I was like, I bet this is the one time I pick Jericho. <laughs> and I, I like on paper, I knew Ricky Starks should win. Mm -hmm. I felt like, but I also felt like other people should have won when they fought Jericho. Fair, and that's why I no, did it. You're right uh, about but that. But I'm, I'm glad Ricky got the got the win. 
but overall yeah i would say that this is just like a very like good opener um this is the only one that i don't have like a thing for i gave this uh 2.75 stars just like a pretty pretty good match i have this at three absolute poses Ooh, <laughs> three I hand, like yeah three i like that poses. Like I said, uh, like I can't give it better than the Jungle Boy Jack Perry match, but like it's it's not a bad match by any stretch of the mean. Three. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, real quick. Yep. I do you think AEW has a babyface problem? Because like, bro, or, or we can talk about this after the match rating with the Wardlow stuff as well. But I'm worried. There's four people I'm worried. Yeah, let's do it after. There's okay, four people good. I'm worried about. Ricky Starks is one of them. Wardlow is one of them. Hangman Adam Page is one of them, and Adam Cole is the other. But yes, I I would agree, but yeah, let's get to that when we uh for sure we'll we'll see that thing. Uh, next up, we have the trios match: the Elite versus House of Black. Banger! because <laughs> you know, I, I knew going into this like what I was going to expect. Um, I don't mind the spot fest stuff that we get a lot of the times. However, I do think that in ring. I'm always just like very entertained whenever it's the elite. Like they mm-hmm. always put on a, like a really good. Match. And I think House of Black held their own. That's what made oh, this impressive for me. Well, it, it, I knew that they would. They're incredible wrestlers. Uh, huge Buddy Murphy fan. Huge yeah, uh, uh, Buddy, Malachi uh, Black bro, fan. B- Buddy Matthews. That knee that he did to interrupt the Meltzer driver was like, what the? I know yeah, that. Hurt. Yeah. And the fact that they did it without blood and without a lot of gore, oh, it, it worked. And it wasn't as flippy as like. The Bucks are used to. It was more like knees and kicks. Mm-hmm. It was more of a Kenny style match than a Buck style match. If I am that fit Buck, Kenny and Malachi. No, you're you're right. I, my I thing like is, and, and I'll let you go. My thing is, they just need to give us more of this. Like, like next week, I know they're doing. That's the, always fun. I know they're doing the JAS in uh, Malachi in the Elite. House of Black has to win, but I want to build to House of Black versus the Elite in the next pay-per-view. Like, give us Buddy versus Kenny, the Bucks versus Malachi and, and uh, Brody King. Like, just mix it up because I think this is a feud that needs to continue to the next pay-per-view because it's that good. Yeah, they did that. Um, like you said, I think it would be more flippy if it was like the Lucha Bros like they mm-hmm. did uh, previous with their trios matches. And the, even the Elite versus... Um, Death Triangle was, I mean, they they ran that feud for a while, and I loved every match that they had. So if they want to mm-hmm. do that with House of Black, go for it. Um, and I think it's better because Brody King gives Kenny and the Bucks such a like the Death Triangle was perfect for them. Kenny Pack and the Lucha Bros in mm-hmm. in um in uh the Bucks. This yep. one, Buddy Murphy's bigger than the Bucks. Malachi's bigger than the Bucks. It's like Kenny's the one that's trying to like. Step toe to toe, and then they have this behemoth Brody King. How do they overcome? I think that's such a beautiful story for them, man. Like, and I also love the the thing on Rampage or, or Dynamite where um Tinny was like, "Look, Jericho, we didn't cross each other's paths." And like, you could do a little small feud with JAS in the elite in the meantime to see the winner gets the House of Black, and I like that beef. I also think Don Callis and Kenny have some stuff coming up because Callis interrupted Kenny, and like that was a little interesting. Callis maybe yep. switching to to uh to to catch the and then you'll get a to catch the kitty feud in the future oh, but yeah. this match was great yeah this, this match was awesome really really fun i'm i feel like this maybe should have been how you started off ah good I point think, i think this was like a pretty hype match that i think would have started it really well but for the third best match of a card i like and to say this is the a card's third best match I I haven't seen a card yet with a third best this good. You know what I'm I, saying? Yep. 
So I'm looking at my ratings right now, and I also had this as my third best match. Mm-hmm. So it was, a, bro, that knee that Julia Hart took that V trigger, boy, that was, that was great. I think <laughs> like Kenny did it, and he like need her, and he was like, well, well, like, yeah, like, she asked well, for it. <laughs> not, there's like nothing I can do now. Like, done. like time to move on. I thought that was just like hilarious, and then just 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 really good, man. It was great, and just like. Kenny knees with such power, and it just showed, like, damn, Malachi Black and Buddy Murphy's kicks are just as powerful as Kenny's. Like, that kick Malachi Black did, I was like, holy shit, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, Malachi. I didn't know your game before. This. <laughs> <laughs> I, wasn't, I, I wasn't familiar with your yeah, game. Yeah, I was yeah. not familiar. I am a Malachi fan now, for sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, I love Malachi. Their, their whole gimmick is just really fun right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for this match, I'm gonna give it 3.5 minutes to take for me to put on my face paint. <laughs> that's a that's a good one. I'm going. Uh, yeah, I'll go three five with you. I'm going three five. Oh no, I'm gonna go three six. Oh no, actually, I'm gonna put down the Jungle Boy rating to three two. Okay. It can't be three three. I'll put it down to three two. Can't be that close to this one. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna go three five for this one. Three five V triggers to Julia Hart's face. All right, love it, <laughs> love it. Uh, next up was probably maybe the worst match of the night. Oh, depending on how you yeah, view it. Yeah, depending on how you spin it. Jamie Hayter versus Soraya versus Ruby Soho. Mm-hmm. But uh, it wasn't of- bad though. I will say this: even though it might have been the worst match with this or Ward the Wardlow match, I don't think this match was necessarily bad. You know no, what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I agree. I just uh it was given the least amount of time at 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh there was a couple good spots in it. However, I really disliked the ending. Yeah, and me too. I disliked the heel turn at the end. Mm-hmm. I uh, I don't I think Ruby should have stayed with their team. They explained it better at Dynamite. But like Ruby shouldn't have been the Hulk Hogan. The Hulk Hogan is is Sasha Banks. Like I'm sorry. Like if you're gonna do that storyline, that's your Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Oh, it, it is not Ruby Soho, and I love Ruby Soho. Yeah. There there's like a spot outside of the ring where like Ruby like did like a crossbody onto both of them, and they were fighting outside. That was kind of fun. There's a couple of really nice spots inside the ring. I really like Jamie Hayter's like lariat that she pulls. Yep. And I like when she she smashes her ass and backside into she she crushed Ruby Soho and, and Soraya, bro, bro. Like absolutely crushed them. I, I don't know if I like Soraya, bro. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if I, I'm liking it. I think she's I think she's like fine. Fine, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm like I'm not against her. I like new Tony Storm though. New I like Tony new Storm to- is a huge plus. I mm-hmm. for the longest time I've been saying that she needs to switch up her game because she's been the same character for like six years. Yep. And it's a little bit different now. Uh, she got like a haircut. And yeah, and it looks she's, looks she's great. Heel. She's great as, a, and I like Ruby Soho. I think Dynamite did a better job of explaining this heel tone for her. So I like Ruby heel more now. But it's just like I feel like they're missing a leader. I just like I don't feel like Soraya's strong enough for that. I don't feel like Tony Storm's strong enough, and I don't think Ruby's strong enough for that. Yep, yep, I agree. I do wish that Mercedes showed up. Mm-hmm. I think that this would have been the perfect time. Given just because the match itself wasn't long, I feel yep. like, and it wasn't like super hype, but like you know, what you can get a lot of people excited for for women's wrestling is if you sign the highest free agent. Uh, like they the need market. to, they need to bring her in. Like I know the partnership is still alive. I know there's things going on, and like Tony was asked about it, he was like, "Look, I have nothing but the respect in the world for the IW." 
GP women's champion. I can't say anything because they're our partners, but they know we would love to work with any mm -hmm. New Japan wrestler. So hopefully that is on the horizon because that feud is missing that. And if that happens, you'll get a good NWO versus like Britt Baker's to me too much of a big star bigger than the others. Like, and I know Soraya has been longer, but yeah. I just vibe with Britt Baker more than any of the others. I vibe with Jamie Hayter shit more than the others. And if Chris Statlander could ever come back, or if they throw Jade Cargill in there, they're outmatched, man. They're just outmatched yeah. by mouthpieces. They just are. Yep, yep. Could not agree more. Um, I, I, I just want to touch on the end where it was like the heel turn where like Ruby threw out uh, Soraya and threw out uh, Tony Storm, mm -hmm. but then turned on uh like i guess jamie and Britt when they weren't expecting it yeah know. and i was just like why did you throw soraya and tony out of the ring only to, to yeah join with them? i'm like if that was supposed to be like a swerve like it didn't it didn't hit, hit. yeah no you're right it, it, it felt I, like i get why she did it but the swerve just didn't hit yeah i feel like like on paper it might have sounded mm -hmm. better than what we actually got but it was just like uh and i i don't like the tagging of the l like i don't know what that does yeah it, it seems childish a little bit like <laughs> yo hold this l bro it's like are we playing Fortnite? like what are we doing like that, that's like, kind of like you're the not the nwo like the nwo at least did nwo y'all don't even have a tie like come up with a slogan or a name and then tat and then spray paint that on them. Like, like you said, hold this L is, is childish. I'm with yep, you. Yep. Uh, yep. I agree. But uh, for the match itself, thought it was solid. It felt more of like an AEW match mm -hmm. like, on TV than it would like a pay-per-view. So I agree. Uh, I'm just going to give it two and a half heel turns. It was, it was solid. It was a solid 10 minute match. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm with you. I think I'm going to go. I, yeah. I'm going to go two and a half because it, it, it it was my least favorite match, but the match coming up, I have more of a problem with than this one. Yep. So I'm going to go two and a half as well. You're right. I'm going to go two and a half. Ruby, 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 Ruby. So oh, oh. like that. She has like the best that. music, man. She, I like, I, I just, I like, and she should be better than what she, I don't know, man. I like Ruby. I don't know why it's not working. Hopefully the heel turn works for her because the, the music is great. And I, I will say that speech at Dynamite saying how, you fans caused all this. That was the first speech I felt by a woman not named Britt Baker or Jamie Hayter where I was like, okay, this was good. Yep. Or Jade Cargill. Because, yeah, 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 I, yeah, I rock with Jade. For sure. Before we get to our other maybe possible stinker match, let's get to a, an absolute banger match. Oh, my gosh. Hangman and Page versus John Moxley in a Texas death match. I, we, I think we both knew that this match was going to be great. I yeah. didn't expect it to be as good as it was just because – Personally, not the biggest deathmatch guy. Um, I don't mind that much blood, but like when you're stabbing something in the head with a fork, not really my thing. However, Abdullah the Butcher, man. Yeah, like, they they made it work. Like, oh, they were so okay. So I watched a lot of before we started this podcast and before me and you went in this adventure, for me to feel comfortable talking wrestling on a platform like this. I did so much research. I watched so many documentaries. I watched so many old matches and like the death match. I, one day I went down a rabbit hole of the death match scene with it started after watching the, de uh, the dark side of the ring with uh, what's what the hell is this? Is this black guy's name? The dude who throw through mass transit off of the, um, um, New Jack. So I watched like a New bunch Jack, of, the guy who yeah. stabbed somebody in the match. Yeah, so I watched a bunch of New Jack stuff, which sent me down the ECW rabbit hole, which sent me to Mick Foley, which sent me to uh 
Onita and EC or the the ECW version in Japan, which got me to Abdullah the Butcher. Thus, the uh uh oh man, what's his name? Big Brody, who died in Mexico or Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, yeah. yeah. Who who they compared to in this match? There were so many Texas Deathmatch legends that inspired this. Big Brody, Abdullah the Butcher, McFoley, Onita. Like this was. If you know the Texas Deathmatch origins, like they put on a good show. And even if you don't, it was amazing. My t- two of my favorite wrestlers in AEW really came through and held their own. Like it's Kenny Omega, it's Ricky Starks, and it's these two guys. Yep. And Moxley and Hangman just showed why they're the Moxley showed why he's the ace, and Hangman showed why he can be the ace after Moxley. Yep. Yep, I agree. Um, my favorite thing about this match is one of the most underutilized weapons in wrestling, which is a brick. Bro, um, I'm so happy you said. I was thinking. I was like, I wonder if Pete's gonna mention the brick. Bro, <laughs> bricks are so underutilized. They are now my favorite weapon in wrestling. I thought he was gonna dead eye him on the brick, bro. I was so worried. Like, oh my gosh, all that shit was absolutely crazy. The the freaking um when he was tying the, the barbed wire around his body and mm-hmm. jumped on, I was like, hey, man, you wildin', bro. <laughs> yeah, there were, there were so many just insane spots for a chair with all the barbed wire For a non-deathmatch watcher, I was like, man, it's one of those things where you cover your eyes, but you're actually like peeking through your fingers. Like, I was like, oh my God, this is brutal, but this is so cool. My girlfriend was, was like, like a... how are you watching this? My her skin was crawling. She was oh. literally doing that too. She was I was like, I'm eating this up. This is my shit. <laughs> yeah. The the curb stomp on the brick was perfect. Just... The ode to Seth Rollins, beautiful. Just so just just a wonderful match. Just mm-hmm. an absolute delight of a and match. And the fact that Hangman hanged a man. Yes. <laughs> what a finish. Just yeah. like legit killing somebody. Like beautiful, I bro. I, I don't really because I'm like I'm sure it's fine where like you could get choked out for like 10 seconds and you'd be fine, but like that's a kind of a dangerous spot. Like mm-hmm. to like trust somebody like that. Like that's why like, in the dynamite what? thing, Renee Paquette was like, I'm so happy this is over. <laughs> like, yeah, right. <laughs> and Moxley still won't go on vacation. <laughs> bro, you need to relax. Take care of your son or daughter after what you had in the bro. Hang that fucking wife. that chair with all that barbed wire. That was the one for me because I knew that one hurt. Like the other ones you could hide, but that like just bow or or when hangman threw him onto that barbed table I, I feel like man i have such like a weird like pain tolerance where like i would rather get punched in the face than like slapped yeah i, I hate getting slapped but like i feel like it's like one of those things where like i think i'd rather take a chair shot with barbed wire than, than fall like, on a barbed wire table or just like something like kind of minor where like i feel like going through a table probably isn't that bad because they're like breakable mm-hmm. but like these guys are just so I wonder if just like how it goes through their their head, where like the more painful it is, like the better it feels. Type That's of definitely thing. from Moxley, bro. It's got to like, be for Hangman too, because like he was loving that shit too. Yeah, they're like, like the, masochists in the rage, bro. The like you said, the fork scrapes. Ooh. Which is okay. Another thing with the fork thing was like the the first spot was just like oh my god, and then they brought it back like forty five seconds later, which is like. Usually they do like the one fork spot that's done. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, we're gonna do it again. I was like, make it stop. Make it stop. <laughs> great, just a great match. Um, 
Loved loved it from start to end. They never put on a bad match. I can watch these guys wrestle all the time, and mm-hmm. I probably won't get sick of it. Uh, and they just... turned they turned Moxley uh they turned Moxley heel on on Dynamite, so it could be official if they fight again. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like I thought that was very interesting. Also, final thing I'm gonna say, if if I could get more chain involved in wrestling, like chain lariats, chain punches, oh, I know yeah. to me that hurt more than the barbed wire because that chain shit is heavy. Yeah, you like wrap it around and give him like all, a Superman yeah, punch. Yeah, man, that's what they were doing, going crazy, bro. Like, oh my goodness! But second best match of the uh, card for me. I'm raising my score. Ooh, let's go! I I loved, loved, loved this match, and this Ooh. is coming from a guy who watches slice of life anime and hates blood. Well, I should say hate blood, but dislike blood. I'm giving this four and a half bricks. This this. This match was fantastic. Let's Absolutely go! Fantastic. I thought I was going to be too high. Let's fucking go. I'm going four and a half Abdullah the Butcher fork stabs, baby. An ode to the OG fork stabber. Thank you, John Moxley, <laughs> for acknowledging one of the one of the early black wrestlers who uh, didn't get a lot of love because of his skin complexion back in the gap. So, Yeah, shout out. Okay, so now we got the good out of the way. Let's move to the stinkers. Yeah. Warlow versus Samoa Joe. I feel like you have some more words than I do, so I'll let you shoot. Bro, okay, like, you sold me that this guy was going to come back and be the guy. This, to me, shows me why there is a babyface problem. So there's no reason why the Darby Allen match with Samoa Joe should have felt more impactful than this match. Like, you took the wood, you took the, the curtain off, it did exposed wood, you had better spots, you had better storytelling in ring. Like the fact that Wardlow didn't symphony you and this meant so much to you. And this, you, this dude disrespected your father and you didn't even do your biggest moves. That upsets me. Submissioning Joe it with Joe's move doesn't mean shit to me. That 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 is a cop out to me. This should have been a powerbomb suplex till Joe couldn't fucking walk because he disrespect your dad. But that just shows me that they don't care about Wardlow. I I I have a conspiracy theory that Wardlow is is they Tony knows Wardlow's trying to go to WWE because he's a friend with Cody, like Cody more of a friend than Ricky Starks. Like I don't think they won't even want Wardlow to be in the mix. And I think this was they just gave him this win so Samoa Joe didn't have to get have to take an L to Powerhouse Hobbs the next day because that's the dumbest fucking booking in America. And Samoa Joe would not subject himself to that, but they subjected Wardlow to that? Bro, there's no way Wardlow can be a fucking star after this. I'm At least in AEW, I'm sorry. Man, I don't know how I could top that. Uh- I'm, I'm sorry. I was, it made me so mad, Pete. Like, I had so much hype for that match. I was I bought into the king of television. I was like, okay, let's give Wardlow a shot. He's coming back. But when I saw Powerhouse Hobbs win that, I was like, wait, what is going on right now? Yeah, it, it's I man, I I felt like Wardlow should have never lost it in the first place. Facts. Lost it again. Uh, he got a haircut. He was the is, hottest dude in the fucking. And when we talking about hot, I'm not talking him about him and MJF were like, one and two. Yeah, and he beat MJF. Like, let's not forget. He beat the champion clean. So you're telling me the guy who beats the champion clean is getting treated like a fucking like clown? Yeah. Come on, bro. Maybe that is the case where maybe he's just better suited for WWE. I don't agree. I I, I don't I, think so either. I like I thought he's suited perfectly here, but like 
I, I, I don't thought, know. I, yeah, I thought he was like a perfectly good big man in AEW that could rise to champ status if they wanted to elevate him. And then now it kind of feels like this trajectory is all over the place. Like, I don't know. You have a win on a pay-per-view against like a very suitable opponent only to lose to. I mean, I, I love I Powerhouse Hobbs. Hobbs. Yeah, I like, love Hobbs. This is no disrespect to Powerhouse Hobbs. I love him. I think it's all timing. A... It's mm-hmm. all timing. I think it's... Powerhouse Hobbs has a championship run in him. I think he can be a, a a very impactful big man. But this was not his time right now. I'm sorry. It's like, just, yeah, it's you can have him. You can book him strong. You can do a whole bunch of different stuff with him. And but it's like, okay, now what does this say about the state of AEW in terms of their? I'll say their Haas division, their big boy division. Mm-hmm where I don't feel like it's that competitive anymore. Like Wardlow, Wardlow beats Samoa Joe Hobbs beats Wardlow. Samoa Joe's probably going to ROH. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much we're going to see him in AEW. And it's like, so like what's next next for Wardlow? What's next for Hobbs? It, like, it's... I think Hobbs and Hobbs is, if they go the direction I'm thinking, Hobbs is going to fight as a heel against Ricky Starks to put gold on Ricky. I think okay. that'll be a long, a long-standing feud. But let me tell you what I think is going to happen to Wardlow. I think Wardlow's going to get buried more because I think Wardlow's going after MJF, and I think he's going to fucking lose. That, that just, like, I don't mind that, but I, I don't mind that, I guess, in like, on paper. But I, I just don't... mind that after you just did what you did. Like right now. Yeah. yeah, like, right now, it doesn't make any sense. It, you just Because you remember MJF's list? It's going in order. It went Starks. It said Rock. It said the Pebble. It said American Drugan or Douchebag Dragon. And then it was Wardho next. Wardho. His list. Yeah, he made that list that he released. He, he's going in order. And then mm-hmm. after that will be Hangman Adam Page. And then uh, Adam Cole as well. On the, and he finishes with Claudio, which is like, bro, you want to fight Claudio last? Like, what? <laughs> Who what? knows? <laughs> All right. Well, I think we got our venting out of the way. Let's see. I'm sorry. And, and final thing. My, la- my, okay, my last go, thing. Go for it. Go for it. I think Wardlow could be Goldberg. Like, I think Wardlow could be Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, like this monster. To me, he's better than Braun Breaker, in my opinion. I agree. But, but they book Braun Breaker better than Wardlow. Like, Braun, Wardlow should be getting the treatment that Braun Breaker is getting treated right now. But I just don't know why Tony Khan refuses to do that. And like I said, the Darby Allen match with Samoa Joe felt more important than this. And this just didn't. Yeah, there's there's I feel like this is something we're missing, like behind the scenes that that's I, that, I that's what I'm saying. I have it's my conspiracy, like the Cody friendship thing that's got I feel like there's a conspiracy there. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. OK, but getting into this actual match. um, of War the it wasn't bad. Like it, it just, wasn't bad. I did yeah. like the like the fast start where like mm-hmm. they didn't like do the walk around circle grapple thing. Like Wardlow went right after Samoa Joe, hitting each other. I love the Wardlow spot where he like runs up on the ring and then like does like a somersault and hits the person while he's jumping off of it. Bro, that yeah. Swanton that that uh that Wardlow was... did. Bro, Wardlow's incredible. He yeah. Took me, like my God, bro. That when I saw that Swanton and I saw how it ended, I was like. Ain't no fucking way they they did my boy Wardlow like this. Cause like he imp- the fact that he's he might be the only big man that can move like that. Uh yeah, like I guess like Keith Lee can kind of do something oh, like can? big okay, man real. stuff. Well, I, I don't think Keith Lee does a swan top, <laughs> but Keith Lee does some pretty like for his size. You would know more than pre- me, yeah. I some don't... pretty athletic stuff, but Keith Lee, you know, almost died when he had COVID. So 
He's kind of big chilling right now. Wearing capes, uh, looking yeah. with Dustin Rhodes, looking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me. We're going to talk about Keith. We're going to talk about the rest of AEW at the end of the night. Well, I, I, some I, takes. I, <laughs> I feel like Keith Lee maybe fights Hobbs and next and Hobbs beats Keith Lee or something like that. Oh, the, yeah, I, I could see that before you do the Ricky Starks thing. Yeah, Hobbs up. some, yeah, like, some like cool down filler stuff. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess other than like a few spots, this match was just like fine, I guess. And it, it had the like to say that you had this match, you to say you knew what was before this and you gave us this just shows mm-hmm. me even more that like you don't really care about Wardlow to put him after that Texas death match and, and this be the match you gave him. Like, or you think maybe Samoa Joe don't like him? Because Samoa Joe let Darby do some crazy shit. Uh I, I don't I, I feel like there, I, I I guess I don't know I didn't hear yeah, anything so. that's why I'm that's why I'm I'm just throwing things I'm just throwing yeah. darts out seeing how you feel because like Darby got to bash some more Joe with a skateboard <laughs> yeah I, I I just feel like uh they were given like 11 minutes so they did what they could uh, do you're right minutes, yeah, yeah Darby yeah, yeah. and them had way more time no you're right you're right uh I I just do I do will say that I do like that Wardlow choked out Samoa Joe. Um, kind of like doing like what Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe does the win. So true. It is like that. But other than that, I mean, I just thought that this was like a good, solid big man match and nothing to me really stuck out, especially the aftermath of Wednesday kind because we're recording this. on a Yeah, Thursday. We're, we're recording this after Dynamite and that affects my ranking. I'm yeah, sorry. Which, it just, which it is does. like. It's like I know we probably shouldn't do that, but like it's really it hard not to. to like and I would like honestly. I, it, I felt the same way about the booking before Wednesday. Wednesday just confirmed it. Like, mm-hmm. like I felt like I felt like that either power. I was gonna either come in here and say before Wednesday, either Powerhouse Hobbs is getting buried or Wardlow's getting buried. And, and I had a Powerhouse Hobbs argument as well because it's like, why do you give this man the Revolution thing just to lose to Wardlow? Like, yep. it, either way, it made no sense. Yep, I I agree. So I'm gonna give this sh- <laughs> I'm gonna give this match uh, two point five cuts to. Hobbs up in the balcony. <laughs> uh, I'm giving this a flat out two, 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 Ward, two Wardlow cars getting broken into. <laughs> Is that real? Was that a work? Like I didn't um, even understand. Uh, it's probably a work. Because that man don't even have his belt. Like I felt bad. <laughs> it's probably a work. Oh, okay. Uh, before we get to the main event, we had the four or four way uh, tag. Uh, for the AW World Tag Team Championship, mm-hmm. we have the Guns going up against the Acclaimed, going up against uh, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, going up against Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. We so, both got this wrong. Yeah. Oh, I, I guess we, I forgot to be mentioning this. Uh, oh, okay. I picked I picked Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, which I, at one point I thought I was going to get correct. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> and then you picked the Acclaimed, which if you can't tell by the crowd. They're still the most over tag team, and they mm-hmm. should be holding the belts right now. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, they're not. The, and uh, you know why I think it is? It's because a- FTR signed back with AEW. <laughs> and FTR was like, if we're signing back. You better give us a run with the belts. I truly think that. Like, But, like, you could, they could take it from the acclaimed, and it would make sense. Like, I, of think, I think it's more so they, they, that Tony doesn't want to do the acclaimed fight yet and put, like, if you think about it like this, you could make FTR lose. You could make FTR win against the ass boys. The mm-hmm. ass boys don't take any heat from like, they don't look bad from that. And then now you can build to acclaim FTR instead of if you, if you have the claim, get it just for FTR to take it from them. I think that may take some heat from the claim. Maybe I, it's just more of just like, 
I'm a big comp- big fan of just like running with the hottest thing. True. I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you on that. And it's not it's not like Sammy level, but like you know the acclaimed, especially with the tag division, like they were probably the, the most over tag team last year, over the Usos, over uh, the Bucks. Up there, yeah. And you could you could argue they're they're the hottest thing in AEW, mm-hmm. and like I get sometimes not holding the belts is fine, but I feel like in there because they're newer, um, I think it would help solidify them more as like a threat going forward even if they don't have the belts are you right because you can hold it if they held it for like a couple months then you know like at any point like this team is good enough to win the championship at like any time and, and i, I feel think like they're we- gonna i think they're gonna get a shot again i think they're gonna do the the build up like okay we're, we lost our spot let's let's rally back and do it again mm-hmm. yeah i agree uh but going into this match a couple things that stood out to me um I thought I was sick of Orange Cassidy. I'm not. I'm not. No, nope, me neither. I Love like him. look, 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 look. Orange can hold that all international belt as long as he wants. Like I know he's not gonna get a shot at the championship, but like let him turn the international belt into what Gunther has turned the Intercontinental into. That like make that the workers' championship where he goes to England, he goes to Mexico, he goes to Japan. People come to AEW. Like make that dude wrestle. 360 days a year, five days off just to be cool. And like, let's, let's get orange working. Cause he's great. Yep. yep agreed. Um, I haven't watched a lot of Dan Housen in ring stuff. Uh, it's more of like the outer. He, he impressed me. I liked him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I enjoyed him and orange Cassie as a tag team. Uh, the acclaimed are just super red hot yeah. still. Um, I wish they would have won this match. The I like guns, daddy ass pushing the, fucking Sandum yep. Singh with the booty. <laughs> that, that was great. The guns are an interesting tag team to me because I really like Colton. I'm starting to like yeah. Oh, oh, is that the one with the uh headband? The the, the tall the taller one. Oh, so uh, you like the tall I like the shorter one. Because I think the shorter like, one has a little swag. You like Austin. Okay. The way he wears the tag team belt around his neck, like his Ric Flair headband, the sunglasses. I, I just like his style, man. I don't know what it is. I, I just I you like Colton, I, okay? Tell me why you I, like Colton. He, I, how he was a very um extra seller. Mm-hmm. Um, when it, when he got hit, it looked like he was getting murdered, and I really enjoyed that with the type of character that the guns are. Especially, I don't know if you saw like the pre-show stuff that they put out um, memos saying like not to call them the ass oh, boys. Yeah, I did see that. Which mm-hmm. is just like, I mean, that's funny. Like. Mm-hmm. I, I think the gun, the guns are doing a decent job of like kind of realizing that their dad was called the ass man and stuff like that and playing it into I that. I think joke. they're doing a good job for what they are. Like, I think they're good, a good heel tag team. I, I agree. And um, I just really enjoyed the look of Colton. He just he just seems like somebody I want to see succeed i i do I like feel the, the same way about brother. austin man i really yeah. do like i like austin's maybe swag. i'm coming around the guns me I, too I, I want him to get more devious like let's turn this from schoolyard pranks to like let's get really healy with it man like mm-hmm. let's like y'all start being assholes even though yeah. even though i will say i think the thing that made me uh really get into austin was when he said uh to his dad you drowned your sorrows in an empty pill bottle. I was like, whoa, bro. Okay. Yeah, like, get, a, get a little too real. <laughs> see, at that moment, that's when I was like, okay, Austin, let's keep that shit going, bro. 
Yeah, look uh, at us coming around on the guns. Even though I yeah, still don't I know, think right? they should have won, but like whatever. I also don't <laughs> think they should have won. And uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal were there. <laughs> they they existed and they did some stuff. Hey man, uh, I like Jay Lethal, but Jeff Jarrett, it's time, bro. It is time for him to go. <laughs> yeah. Um. Satnam Singh, their their muscle. I, I always their, thought he was gonna wrestle. That dude's never gonna wrestle. <laughs> he's never gonna wrestle. He should fight. He should fight almost. Omos, uh, yeah. said uh. No, you said Brock. How Brock does it? Almost. Yeah, almost. Uh, <laughs> that that'd be that'd be a good four minute. Forbidden match door, man. Yeah. Forbidden door. Satnam Singh versus almost. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but other than that, uh, the match itself, a couple of really good spots just in general with them. Um, I enjoyed what Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen kind of did with them as a as a group. The the four man thing with the uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal and the guns where they did the Jeff Jarrett thing yeah, and they the, scissored each other. Uh huh. That was that was pretty fun. The Ric Flair uh, strut. Yeah, the Jeff Jarrett strut thing that they did, uh, just like an overall really good four way tag match. Yeah, it uh, wasn't bad, not at all. I don't wish the guns should have won. I thought the ending was a little, I don't want to say rushed, but it seemed a little clunky. Maybe you now know why Dan House and Orange Cassidy was in there because Dan House had to take the pin. <laughs> I feel like Jeff Jarrett should have taken it. Take the pin, what? yeah, I know. <laughs> It is what it is, but um, yeah, that's really like my thoughts about you. Do you have anything? Nah, you you nailed it, bro. I'm with you on like everything you said. Like I, I will say, I like the uh the mic drop spot that um that uh the the claim did. I also like oh yeah, Max Caster. Yeah, I also like when Max uh stood up to Jeff Jarrett and Taz was like, oh they got beef. It's coming. <laughs> I will say, I think Taz was like the best commentator that night, and we'll get to my favorite Taz moment in the main event. But I liked how Taz called out the caster Jeff Jared beef. And I like how Caster caught the guitar and like reversed it on Jared. I thought that was a great moment because we, yeah. as we know, Caster sent shots at, at Jared. So I like that. Um, other than that, yeah, I think you covered it, man. I, like I said, daddy ass doing the ass move. Right. Sodom Singh was probably the best. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm going to give this my rating in terms of who I thought the MVP of the match was. I'm going to give this 3.25 Orange Cassidy's attempting to give a thumbs up. <laughs> one of these, one of these, I'm gonna uh... go. I'm gonna go to flat three. I'm gonna go three platinum mic drops on it. All right, let's get to to the main event, the sixty man. My goodness, sixty man, no, sixty minute Iron Man match for the AW World Champion MJF versus Brian Danielson. We both had MJF. Man, this is a sixty minute match. So I don't Before know we do this, uh, tell you want to tell us the scores, like real oh quick, yeah, how we did yeah. You went seven and one. The Let's only, go, bro. The only thing you missed was the tag match where you picked the acclaimed. I went four and four. Hey, hey 500. That's what's up. So that brings our uh, record so far. Lynn, you're at 11 and two. Let's you, fucking go. You're, you're looking like the Pelicans in the first half of the season. I'm God, looking like oh, the, there he goes. Tear my heart. Tear and my I'm soul. looking like the Pelicans in the second half of the season. <laughs> and I'm five and eight. <laughs> Tear my fucking soul. I, I'm still, I'm going to buy a belt. Don't you worry. And I'm going to hold it on my shoulder. I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy Pete a belt just to have there, but he can't wear it until he wins. Like, give it to, <laughs> since we don't live in the same city. <laughs> give, him the, give, give one of us the, at least you tried to win something. Yeah. <laughs> so all right the prediction champ is running strong i like it nice but let's get into this match i want to know how you feel because mjf is your guy and i'll just say this best mjf match i've ever seen yeah i i would i would agree 
just an absolute classic of an Iron Man match, I, in my opinion. When you have like a 60-minute match and it doesn't feel like a 60-minute match, you're mm-hmm. doing something right. That was huge. Oh, man. I, I, I kind of want to start with a couple like spots okay. that I liked and didn't like. The mat wrestling that they did, I I wasn't a big fan of where they were doing like the spots. The Danielson back and forth. stuff. Because Brian Danielson is a mat wrestler. Mm-hmm. MJF is not really a mat wrestler. And when you're going like toe to toe with like the best mat wrestler, I'm like, I don't really believe this. I, no, that's fair. That's and fair. I, I, and I don't mind it because they did do a thing where like at the end of it, MJF tried to do something and Brian's just like, nah, like I'm mm-hmm. better than you. Like I knew you're going to do this. But like I felt like it was like, they did it like three too many times of just like flipping each other and then going into a hold. Then he flips you and then he goes into a hold. There's a little too a much, little much. Okay. Um, There's also a spot where I think MJF was supposed to get busted up, but he got like way too busted <laughs> up <laughs> to yeah, the point he... where like I his whole face was bloody. Bro. I feel like they were considering like maybe. Um, Stopping not, because it was like way too much. It was like it was like that Stone Cold Steve Austin, like when he had the the thing against uh. It reminded me yeah, like Eddie or like Eddie Guerrero, where like he cut himself too deep type of mm-hmm. thing. Um, but it worked tell, though for MJF though. I can't lie, it that did. made it, it better. In the I end. mean, it clawed it up eventually, but like I think there was like a point in the match where like I think Brian was supposed to do something to MJF, realize that he was bleeding like way too much, and then he kind of like walked back to the corner and like acted like he was like super tired because he realized that the ref needed to check out him. I was like, you could t- kind of tell that like, I think I don't want to say it was botched, but like, it was just like maybe a little, a little too much, bit, yeah. a little too excessive. Cause we even saw that when, um, FTR. Um, yeah. That, that's had then, a random, I was like, what the fuck? Like, 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 yeah, you're supposed to act like you punched him in the face, but like, when you do it just a little too hard, you actually bust him open. Yeah, that like, dude got. I was like, "Whoa, the Dax thing, true." But I, I'll say this: that that tombstone pile driver MGF did on the bruh, insane on the table. That was nuts. And then he insane. then he did it again. Well, I don't know if he did it again, but whatever he did on the broken table after nuts, like he did two moves. Yeah, he did from like the on top of the ring post too. Yeah, uh, yeah. like that shit was nuts. And I was like, "Damn, MJF not a high flyer." But he was like, "I told you, I do it when I need to." Mm-hmm. And another good thing that I loved about this match was like, I was like, "MJF has to win." Like, Brian can't win this match. And then during the match, I was like, "You know what? If Brian won this match, I'd totally be cool with it." I like, bought it at, at legitimately. They swerved me, and I thought it was the best swerve. Of the night, I thought it was an actual real swerve where I bought in that Brian Danielson was going to win that match at, at a certain point. I was like, damn, MGF's going to lose. This goes against everything I thought, but I'm okay with if Brian yeah. wins. I, I don't know if I thought Brian was going to win, but if he did, I think I would have popped. Yeah, I, I, like, I was like, sure. I was like, this is this is great. Um, mm-hmm. Were there any other spots that you want to talk about before we go into um, like the, 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 I liked, the actual I liked, scores? I like the, the oxygen. Counts? I like the oxygen yeah. uh, spot. I thought that was good. I thought uh, pulling out the diamond ring and having the ref uh, take it yeah. off. I liked that. Um, let's see. Oh, I liked on the uh, on the apron, all the shit they were doing on the apron. And mm-hmm. I love how MJF sold his knee, man. Like that was yeah. acting. I see why he's getting a lot of these acting roles coming up. Let me let you know. He follows James Gunn. And the other day I looked at MJF's likes. He mm-hmm. likes a bunch of James Gunn stuff. MJF, ah. MJF, MJF might be in the DC universe. Like, no, he's 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind it. Um, I think he has the personality and he's built for it. Yep, um, and and I, in the presser, the way he said like he was working out and like how much he took this series after losing his tell. girl. I bought into it, man. Like I yep. bought in all the way. And he truly believes he's the best wrestler on the planet. Look, I don't know if I'm gonna say that, but he's definitely in the this is the first time I can say legitimately in ring, I'm putting MJF in the conversation of, of like top five, top six best wrestlers on the planet. I think like in ring psychology, he's yeah. out there. In terms yeah, of like yeah. actual skill, I don't think he's there yet, but he can tell a story and he can make me believe stuff. He can tell a story better than the mo- a lot of people, man. Yeah, wh- whether it's in favor of him or in this case, I thought more in favor of Brian that just... He put Brian over well, and Brian put him over well with that arm. Mm. Like, I thought Brian's arm was about to fall out of socket. Oh, mm. the spot where Brian ended up upside down after he did, like, that hurricane run off the post where he stayed attached. Yep. Bro, that was fucking nuts. That, was, Even, that, was good. that made Taz pop. Like, Taz was like, holy shit. These guys are wrestling. But my favorite Taz moment was Taz being a boomer talking about, bro, can MJF stop getting water? Like, I love that, bro. (laughs) Taz was like, bro, MJF got to stop with this damn water shit. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought that was was pretty fun. Um... (laughs) I loved every time Taz did it because I was like, look at this dude just upset at the new age. (laughs) How'd you feel about the MJF getting a disqualification with a low blow and then pinning him twice to tie it? Oh, I actually liked that because I thought that was very Healy of him. I also liked him throwing the tequila on the little boy. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that's why it was so funny. <laughs> and then everybody on the internet was like, wow, MGM. And the little kid was upset. And then in the thing, Tony was like, we take this very seriously. Then, and MGM was like, fuck that kid. Tony was like, bro, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> yeah, he, pulled, he went Michael Jordan on him and said, fuck them kids. That was the, like, he is the perfect heel. I don't know if Roman Reigns is doing that. Like, I'm just... Like, that's, like but, like but that's not the type of heel Roman Reigns is. Roman Reigns is a mafia boss. Yeah. MJF is a fucker. He's a yeah. MJF yeah. is a douchebag. Yeah, big time, big time. So we ended up getting this match into a three-three tie. Uh, Tony Khan made the call to Tony Schiavone, being like, "Nah, we're not ending like Sudden this." Sudden death, liked it. Uh, and really it was perfect that. to bring out and see. Let me just point this out. Yep. And and you hated how they did Logan Paul. You hated that 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 that. Uh, Montez Ford injury to opening yep. the door. I think this was a better executed uh, Logan Paul situation with the uh, oxygen tank. Having MJF get oxygen, thinking the match is over, sudden death, and having it out, people forgot about it, and then boom, smash. Oh. I thought that was a way better execution of in two two similar two similar things with Logan Paul in the oxygen tank. I also think they had. This this was this was the time AEW beat them in a mirroring thing. Whereas I think WWE beat them in the mirroring thing because AEW copied NXT with the three woman tag match with Gigi Dolan and uh, JC Jane and Roxanne Perez for the championship in NXT with the Jamie Hader thing. So I think this is very interesting seeing two storylines similar where WWE wins one and AEW wins the other. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's a that's a very good point and. I I guess just like getting into the conclusion of this match where MJF taps like a second after the 60 minute comes out Mm -hmm. and the crowd, the crowd was kind of like confused because they like maybe Brian won before the belt or before the bell. And then he didn't. And then the crowd kind of got pissed perfectly too with with MJF and the ref. Yeah. Just like we're we're ending this pay-per-view on a tie. Like we can't go out like that. And then and Tony the, Khan puts himself over. <laughs> yep, pop, popped himself. 
uh, little self pop there, and then MJF uh, eventually getting the win with a oxygen tank to the head, Knock and then out. finishing right uh, off with moves. And see, I again another situation where Wardlow used the Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. um, MJF used Brian's. I think MJF's was more successful. Hundred uh, percent. I think it, it's especially just like to end this match using. For like how long it was using Brian's own move was, and just... it's a move that William Regal taught him. So again, to the William Regal storyline, like I'm better than you. I've, I'm finally you're out in the hospital, quote unquote, and I used mm-hmm. your move on your best protege and took him out. Yeah, because Danielson submitted MJF with the Regal stretch for the third um, pinfall. Pin. Yep. So another call out to Regal there. Uh, I mean, to me, just beautiful storytelling, a match that went over an hour that felt like 20 some minutes. Yep. Uh, just a testament to like a fantastic Iron Man match that it was. I don't really have a whole lot of complaints. Me neither. Ab- about this. I'm giving this, yeah, four and a half oxygen tanks. Oh, yeah, same just... score as the Texas Death Match. Okay, real. No, I gave Texas Death Match. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's. You you okay. raised Texas Deathmatch, remember? I did, man. I really like both matches for like different. Yeah, I'm looking four to have. I like both those matches like equally for like okay. different reasons. I thought they were both incredible. I'm gonna put this one four point six just to give it the a, a, a nod over Texas Death. Okay, just because of it being sixty minute Iron Man, like what it took, and I do think the entering storytelling was a tiny bit better than Texas Death, but I think Texas Death was there too because you got to remember the callbacks to all the things with the feud with uh, Hangman and, and Moxley. Damn, you're right. They're uh, they're even. You're right. I can't I can't give it over. I mean, now that I'm thinking, they're, I'm they're thinking of great. like yeah, great. I'm thinking of the callbacks that Moxley and Hangman did, and it's just as good. Four point mm-hmm. five for both of them. Uh, okay, this good. one's getting four point five. Has complaining about water. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But I, I think overall, this is probably the best pay-per-view of the year so far. Oh, yeah. Easy. Uh, it beats the WWE ones because, like, this had three good matches where WWE will have one or two. <laughs> yeah. I, I Even, like, the bad matches, I don't think were, like, stinkers. Oh, I, facts. It's not no Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey. <laughs> no. Yeah. Just, just, like, a very, yeah, very good card. Um. I'll be intrigued to see like when we do like our end of the year thing, like where this stacks up. I can see this being maybe like a top five paper. It gotta be, bro. It's like the worst grade we gave was a two. And that was yeah, me because I, I was upset at storytelling. Yeah, my you had a two one, five. Two five, like, yep, two five. Exactly. Yeah. So like there's no way this won't be in the top five. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just just yeah. Lois was a two five, and I gave three or I give three. Two four and a half, so yeah. Two four point yeah. five. Just, just, just a great card. Great card overall for sure. So now let's let, let's finish this with AEW's babyface problem, which I think okay. is tied to MJF. I do like Wardlow. Now, if he fights MJF, will lose. Where does he go from there? Uh, Barry, you got. I, I is Adam Cole gonna come back from injury just to lose to MJF? Like that would suck for me because Adam Cole should be the one to dethrone him if anybody does, because Adam Cole is just as hot. Then you yeah. got Hangman coming back after this beautiful Mox feud just to lose to MJF, too. It's like, what do you do with these damn babies? There's not I, enough I, heels. I, I think I think Hangman can lose to MJF, and it I wouldn't be too. that big. Um, he I, would I be kinda, the one that can afford to, out of all yep, the names we said. I agree. I, I did, uh, the last episode, I did agree with you that I think Adam Cole would be a very good person to take it off of MJF right now. Um he was towards the bottom of the list too. Yeah, just it, it's tough because they they want to solidify 
MJF as their main heel, and they're doing mm-hmm. it. But it's how long do they want to keep this going for, and who do they want to give it up to? And I think that's in question. Um, I, th- I think it's probably going to surprise a lot of people when MJF finally drops it. Man, I, I, I it's it's good. It's a good problem to have yeah. because I don't know who's going to drop who he's going to drop it to eventually. But um, I just don't know. There, there's I, no like standout. There's no like yeah. standout face like there are with with MJF. Like like uh, well, I should say WWE because Cody is obviously that, but. But no, I I see what you're saying. There there is no guy that has separated himself from the pack. Is like he can dethrone MJF. Also, I yeah. truly feel like AEW needs to turn the this international championship and this TNT to the United States and Intercontinental because they got to make these things matter. So guys like Ricky Starks, Hangman, Wardlow, and 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 Adam Cole can get a shot at other belts if they're not getting the main title belt. Like, mm-hmm. that's why this powerhouse Hobbs thing has to be done the right way so Ricky can get that belt and hang on to it until it's time for him to get the world championship. I, same I couldn't, couldn't same thing with Orange Cassidy on the other side because he's a babyface who's won 15 in a row. It's like, what are you going to do with him, you know? Yep, yep, could not agree more. And like Jungle Boy, when, like he's talking about going after a championship. He's going to lose to MJF. He's not as hot as these other guys. No way. Actually, that's a good person though. If they want to feed it to NJF, I wouldn't mind Jungle, Jungle Boy. Boy. Yeah, yeah, it works because he did say in the presser he wants to take out the pillars because they're not fucking pillars. He's the pillar. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go next. Um, yeah, well, hopefully they give us some more story before the next pay per view. But got to. Yeah, well, we will be waiting and watching. Yes, sir. And that's that's pretty much everything I got. That's all I got to word. Well, Pete, tell the people where they can follow you at on social media. The fact that I'm 13 and two, my, by the way, great. I gotta see how long I can keep this up. You're killing it, man. Um, yeah. Best way to follow me. Uh, my anime podcast is where I'm most active. Uh, it's what you say, Annie, what you say, a and I on Twitter. Otherwise you can follow me on my personal account on Twitter. It's don't sweat with three T's at the end. Um, otherwise just join the discord or something like that. Thanks. We can talk wrestling. We can talk a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, yeah. And shout out to our guy, David Dugas, who listens. Big shout out. Uh, commented on Twitter was like excited to see our thoughts on this. So shout out to him. And shout out to all the listeners who support us. We truly, truly appreciate it. Y'all join the Discord. Come talk to us. Also, that to the OG uh, guy who asked us to review one of his pay-per-views. We may get to that soon. Okay, I got to talk to Pete. We may get to that soon because yeah, it's it, starting it, to slow down. Yeah, it's slowing down. We got a month before WrestleMania. It's mm-hmm. going to suck because I have so much to do before I go to Japan. With my own podcast, I have to record and edit. Like, oh yeah, you gotta record a pre pre record episode. I have to yeah. pre record a bunch of stuff before Real. I leave, and so it's just like finding time to just do anything outside of like work and podcasting is a little tough right now. So we'll do our best to make sure we got some content coming out. We'll for sure be doing WrestleMania stuff. But Facts, got you. Yeah. So be and, on the lookout for all yeah. that. Yeah, but for until sure. until next time, you guys have a good one and peace. Peace.